Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premises talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, they like the fat five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The four for twenty six, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table, five silly guys diversified and educated. What's really good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Listen, I'm JW the Blueprint, and um, you know, wait for my brother B. Austin to pull up. Should be here very soon, man. Dev is out saving the babies, but you know, we definitely gonna have a quick show today. NFL Week Three is behind us. Week Four is here, so we're gonna talk our ish. So sit back, relax, bust it up. You know, in the War Room, the greatest man cave in the history of the Western civilization. Episode 646 starts now. You can get in on the conversation by signing in right now to the By the Hood chat room, and that's blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-410. 0012. So again, if you want to call in, make sure you do it very early. And that number is 323-410-0012. I believe that's Brother B right there. Not sure, but we're about to find out. Be awesome. I'm, I'm, tag, I'm tagged in. I'm tagged in like Hawk. Okay. You, you, you must be on a trap phone or something, man. Like what you what you got, your Obama line? <laughs> Yo, they, if they don't know the number, they can't catch you. This is absolutely true, man. You down the land, ducking them Atlanta Rico. That's what it is, man. But uh, you know, um, first and foremost, man, before we start talking, <laughs> yo, definitely free Rallo, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, no comment. We're gonna, we're gonna free Rallo, man. You know yo, you can't arrest my um, man for bringing tea, black tea and green tea. Yo, come on, man. Yo, free Rallo, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, we we definitely got free Rallo. What you think about Coolio passing though? Um, Coolio just recently passed. Yo, yo if I'm gonna keep it a bean, when we got we got talk like you know what I'm saying like we like, like where are we from. When you looked at Coolio, without knowing mm-hmm. his situation, did you think he was gonna make it to sixty? Hey, yo, stop, man. <laughs> stop, man. <laughs> you only laugh Don't because go ahead, you man. know what I'm saying is true. When you looked at Coolio, did you think he was gonna make it to sixty? Come on, man. I mean, I don't know, man. I I want to say that, man. Though, what, what, what do you what do you think about what's, what's Coolio's legacy, man? I see people, uh, you know, talking um, talking dirty about. No, man. Like because this thing of ours, aka hip hop, we're we're from a generation after the pioneers of the generation, and I feel like a part of what we did was explore different areas or subgenres of music, right? And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm 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 aware of Coolio's body of work, even though it's not you know, it's not 
it's not a part of my particular region's history. It's just like I bump sugar free and, and laugh and get a kick out of them. I don't expect anybody else from where I come from to know about sugar free. But if you if you men of a certain age, you I'd say if you're five years old and older, you you've looked around the country for different types of hip hop. So I'm actually familiar with some of what Coolio did. It was all right. Bull, Bull, Bull deserves his place and his honor. It wasn't just uh, that one song. He wasn't just a one-hit wonder, in other words. Got you, got you, man. So R.I.P. to Coolio, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, also, uh, once again, Free Rollo, Ock Shit, Pop Shit. Hey, yo, anyway, um, but that, that's either here nor there, man. Um, yo, but fam. But fam, I just came here to slander Malika uh, Andrews. But go ahead. Hey yo, I'm gonna let you do that though. But um, before we get started though, I need to remind anyone that whether you're with us live or not, uh, you can always check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the Warham Sports Podcast Network, either on our own website, which is warhamsports.com, or one of the many major podcast listening platforms. There's never an excuse to miss an episode. So don't miss an episode. That's Tissue in the Tape, The Broad Street Line, Superstar Sports, Join Appetit on the Couch with the Wilsons after further review. You know, and uh, make sure you check out us as well. You know, listen back, hear us talk our ish. But I do have to say this as well before we move forward, that we're going to talk about some hot topics which are brought to you by my bookie. You know what I'm saying? It's time for you to make some money sports betting in my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, it's time to stop wasting time and place a bet. Lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after the game start. Join now and mybookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM. That is one word, W-A-R-R-O-O-M. And this will activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. Yo, I'm about to start bringing on um, Tobias to give us some betting picks, man, because Tobias be in the group chat laying out bets. And Tobias Tobias got a way higher winning percentage than the bull. We used to bring on a trash ball, um, Gus. Like, yo, Tobias be cooking. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Tobias, no Tobias you can never say I, you, you can no never say – you can never say – you can never say I haven't said anything good about you, Tobias. I give you your props. The first over the first couple of weeks you've been doing your thing, man. Um, Yo, the bull gus will come on said, here and kick and kick some calculus and still only win forty percent of the time. <laughs> Yo, I don't know what the bull gus will <laughs> He would break though. down formulas. Yo, and then be trash. Yo, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> you kicked us out of your casino. Yo, yo, Gus, let me shut up, man. Let me stop, man. No Gus landing, man. You know what I mean? Hey, yo, hey, Neil, I see you too. I see you over there, chat, man. We we here, we here, we live, we we live in the chat, man. I see you over there holding it down. But listen though, um, let's jump right into it, man. Um, yes, sir. Let's talk about Ine Doku. I didn't get a chance to get my uh, Doku bars off last week, uh, because I wasn't in the building. Go ahead, brother. Um, have that. But because I'm ready. I mean, listen, I'm man. I'm low. I, yo, I don't even know what to say at this point because Matt Barnes and yo Matt Barnes is, is, is I said earlier like he's pimping this story. My dude has been on every platform, but he ain't giving up no tea. Yo, he on every he's on platform, every platform saying he on every platform saying no comment. Once I heard yeah, the story, yo, yo, I can't really, 
I can't. Yo, why are they interviewing no him to hear him say that I have no comment yet? <laughs> Yo, I don't know. And 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 my dumb my dumb ass be clicking on every YouTube clink like, like all right, maybe he's gonna get some tea now. He's like, all he keeps saying is. Yo, it's deeper than what we thought. And if yo, it's deep, yo. Out, I'm like, yo, yo, yo I don't know what deep, more than that. Yo, it's yo, deeper than Andre the Giant's girlfriend, yo. It's deep, yo. Yo, Matt Barnes got me thinking that boy was in there, like, running a drug ring, prostitution. Yo. Like, the way he talking, you would think he may doing something real wild. Yo, it's a couple It's a couple things at work here, man. And it's like, first of all, I want to give credence and, and, and positivity to our level of intelligence. So I'm going to go ahead and say from the gate, even speaking for my brother, we know that it's way more than the information that's been given. We know this. But you can't speculate. All you can, do, all you can deal with is the hand you were dealt until another hand comes around or another card is drawn. Sit here and... and even though we can we can kind of speculate, yo, it must be a whole lot going. I can't I can't judge or speak on anything other than the fact that my man got suspended for a year for consensual sex, and people are up in arms about him cheating on someone who wasn't his wife. Granted, Mia Long is an amazing and beautiful actress, an amazing and beautiful. A black woman, mother of two of his kids, and it probably is a little bit scuzz bucket bucket of him to do so. But yo, man, my man is a man. He's 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 a former professional athlete who made millions, who now makes millions as a coach, who's you know by some accounts in some women's eyes a handsome dude. Yo, he gets box thrown at him nightly, city to city. You kind of know what it was. Like there's only but, one but, AC but here, Green. There's only one AC Green that's ever played in the league. <laughs> the one thing I'll say is this: like I don't know what ball got going on, man. Um, and the funny thing is, like I had all these thoughts, and then when Matt Barnes did what he did on his uh his thing, I'm like, yo, is this dude like stealing body parts? It's like, yo, he made it seem like this, yo, everything yo, the nah, feel, dude is doing. Yo, we in the same we in the same boat. Like I I feel you because I know. Like, if we assume that what has been released is the tip of the iceberg and that's 10%, the 90% that's about to come out, yo, homie, yo, yo, they about to bury like, I think, homie. Like, like, what was he doing? Like, was he, like, yo, was he prostituting? All right, all right. So, listen, so the rumor, the so the rumor. Matt, Barnes. Mm-hmm. Matt Barnes doesn't generally go back. Like, when he has a thought or a Go opinion, back on that. That's why like, he has know, credibility. Because Matt Barnes don't give a F. Yeah, and it's he like with this, he don't like so he, he did a full he did a full one eighty. I'm like, what news did yeah. he get that we don't have? Yo, well, one of the things that that's circulating is not only did he did he cheat on Nia Long with a with an average looking Becky, people are saying that she was married and now she's gonna have a Steve Nash like baby. Oh, some of y'all get it. Some of y'all, you know, if you know, you know. Oh. So that's the first, but that's only one thing. Like they're saying, Ime was running around, getting <clears throat> running around, knocking off quite a few females in the building, uh, stud farming it up. That's what's being. Damn and my that's, God. Those are the. 
those are those are the two rumors that I've heard that aren't fair to Ime Yudoka because they can't be confirmed or they have not been confirmed. But it's being said that he cheated with the wife, the VP of finance, who is also an employee of the Celtics and works in their travel department, and she may be with child, with Ime's child. That's number so one. He left that. He left proof. Number one. Then number two is they were saying that he was just going in from office to office. He'd go in for, you know, <laughs> just, just 30 minutes. Just on their table like, yo, what's good? 30 minutes, he'd come out, wipe his brow, head into the next office, take a blue pill, <laughs> 30 minutes, come out, wipe his brow. And 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 the young ladies were walking around the Boston Celtics office with 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 a weird walk and and touching their stomachs. So that's what that's what's being Yo. reported. That's Yo. what's being reported. My dude is walking in the office putting his schlong on the table. Yo. <laughs> then then it was said that some of the young ladies decided that it was time to end it, and Ime said. Ime decides when Ime ends. What Ime ends, oh, and you know you man. can't. You can't. That, but but again, Jimmy, these are just rumors. Based on what has been disclosed, what has been disclosed, both employees violated Celtics policy. So the question becomes: Why is it that Ime is catching all of the flack and the other employees' names? Has not been released. Maybe they, because married. they was, he ain't cause, even married because they because they was child and they don't want to. Uh, you know, <laughs> damn homie. I don't know, man. That's nasty. That's nasty. Steve Nash is Steve Nash is sympathetic to the vice president of finance, not his fellow NBA player. I'm gonna just I'm gonna leave it at that, man. And we're not gonna bring Steve Nash's name up anymore. Shout out to Jason mm. Richardson, though. Oh man, you got all the tea. Like, yo, wait, wait, who locker room you been in, cuz? Yo, yo, we we the war room, man. This thing yo, about yo, 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 we got B. sources. We got sources. B. 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 Austin got all the NBA tea. Like, you know, you know, hey, yo, we popping, got sources, man. B. Sources are telling yeah, me. Man. Sources are are telling me. But again, I'll go back to the very beginning of our conversation, which was. We can only deal with the facts. Everything that I gave you was just war room sports speculation. Let's roll it back. Understood. My sources, Scott, Scott, my sources Scott, are unconfirmed. Skyview is in the chat. Unconfirmed. He wants to know. Um, can you can you can you further explain the Steve Nash reference in terms of uh, oh, you know what no, you were trying to? I just said I can't do it, man. You gotta Google. Yeah, I mean, it's just this is what you do. This is what you with do. The Google. Google Steve Nash, Jason Richardson. Cuckold. No, don't put that on. Don't put cuckold on the back. Just Steve Nash and Jason Richardson. And you can put baby. Now put baby in. Steve Nash, face Jason Richardson, face wife, face baby. And then you could do the research and tell us what you find. There you go. Steve Nash, Jason Richardson. All we can. So, so backing up from our unconfirmed sources that are inside the Celtics locker room, backing all the way up to what has been revealed, 
Ime Yudoka violated policy with a consensual relationship. Another employee violated policy with a consensual relationship. Boston policy is the, in response to that is disciplinary action up to and including firing. They chose not to fire dude and chose to suspend him. I have a problem with the other employee not being called to the called to task and called to the carpet. I have a problem. With okay. That. For not, me, I don't know. I don't even fair. know. Oh, the crazy part is because of how they handled it. I don't even know if I have a problem with it because I just don't know. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I just I don't know. I'm I'm assuming the po- our, there's our, a reason they're keeping the name out, but I don't know. It, it like, is. I just it don't is. know. Jimmy, Jimmy, the policy is cannot smang the joint that works for us. And she can't, y'all both can't, she can't, she can't do the froggy style on you. You can't smack, y'all did it. Either, either fire him and don't mention why, or you have to give equal treatment to her. Like, it's not fair. Like, all of the speculation well, again, that we just again, went through, right? So, it's so my thing is this. Go ahead. I just don't know what the situation. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, we're saying consensual, but I don't even know that. I don't no, know. They anything. released that. They 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 released that. They said it was consensual. Yeah, but it's got to be a reason they're not saying her name. I mean, it's got to be more I than know, just protecting but her. How, but how can you? You're allowing the you're allowing the fact that you have great common sense to influence the facts that have been released. In the, you can't you can't judge the case off of a fact you don't have yet. No, I, I listen. I understand what you're saying, man. I, I just, I just, it's, it's, just, it's just very difficult. And I blame Matt Barnes for this, man. <laughs> yo, yo, listen. And then Matt Barnes had the nerve to say, "Man, with all the family problems I done went through, I can't say nothing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yo, Barnes, like, yo, I done had all types of wild family issues going on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not one to talk. You right? He capitalizing the heck out of this. Um. So, so this story has dominated the news cycle, uh, causing us to now forget and forgive Brett's $7 million or attempting to from the welfare system in Mississippi. This has caused mm-hmm. uh, Robert Sarver to take a back seat after calling uh, employees the N-word, after sexually harassing female employees, after being... Uh, racially insensitive, all that's on the back burner. We care about Ime Yudoka having consensual relations with a woman, and he's not even married. Now, I know he's near yeah, the booth, and they have two kids, but he's not even married, though. Because we like so Mexicans, have man. Further, like. Now I got a further problem with America because – this is land of the free, home of the only fans. When did we get so moral, morally high horsed? Like, how dare we, we get on our high horse about Ime Yudoka allegedly cheating on someone he's not married to? Which is bad. I'm not condoning it, but we acting like he did something that was morally reprehensible compared to the standards of today's society. If you don't get the well, out of here, man. I just don't think that people care about those other stories because they can't relate to that. No one relates to 
owning an NBA franchise and, 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 and being an asshole and cussing and calling people the N-word and, like, being racist. No one can relate to that for the most part, other than that's other owners, part. Right? That's, a, that's a really good, that's a really no, good no point. One, I didn't yeah, think about it like that. A lot of folks can't relate to scamming the, the, the system for millions, taken from poor people, right? But you know what a lot of people can relate to? <laughs> they can relate getting to cheated on. At work. They can relate to cheat, getting cheated on, doing the cheating, other than black men because black men don't cheat. Like, they can relate black to men that. Don't right? cheat. So, 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 so right there, yeah, like, black men don't cheat, so Eme didn't cheat then. Yeah, I mean, you know, what did the boys? I saw a video yesterday. Boys, boys said, uh, black man can't cheat because, like, statistically speaking, you know, it's like thirty-eight women for every man. So it's like, you know, you as a man, you being set up just by living. So you, you know what I mean? Like, you just, you know, you don't, you doing what comes natural because that's how the universe wants it. If the universe didn't want you to be a multiple woman, they wouldn't put that many women for every man. Those are my thoughts. I'm just saying what I heard on the internet. Um, but with, but with that being said. People can relate to this story. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so many layers to this story. Like, I didn't, mean, like, you know I didn't what I mean? even. Yeah, that that's that's very true. That's a very that's a very valid point. And that, and that's up and, and that's up and down the economic ladder. Like you got people that work at fast food restaurants that be in there with affairs. You know what I mean? Like, yo, folks get it in. That's what they do. You kind of look at Sarver and expect a guy in his situation to be above the law that, above that morality. Part too. and you look at Brett Favre and his ilk are support. that's a good point okay all right well, it's no. funny though right what you just said what you just said just made it funny because it's almost like when you hear an NBA or NFL owner that's not an a-hole or not racist that's almost more shocking You're than finding out one is yeah, yeah it's like when you find You're out surprised the when they're a nice like, person oh. Crazy. Now I will, I will, I will go here, and this I'm gonna do this for our simp listeners because you know we do have a demographic that's 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 simp's. Some, in some cases, you remember when Nia Long was in the scene with the bull Tay Diggs and she smacked him, Mm -hmm. and you're like, how is it possible that Ime? to step out on that. I think that's the dumbest, like, a narrative with this whole story. It's like... I yo, agree. Men, are, men, first of all, first of all, let me add this to the, to, the, to the record. I personally believe that people are going to people, right? All people do what they want to do. I think that women cheat just as much as men, but I also think that women are Agreed. smarter and don't get caught, right? So Agreed. They, they, do it, they do it better. That's the first thing. Um, with that being said, yo... Dudes don't care. You could be the most beautiful woman to ever exist. Like, if a dude has it in his mind that he has other options, you know what I mean, he wants some other yams, then, listen, man, Beyonce made lemonade for a reason. She's Beyonce. She's Beyonce. Like, Holly got, yeah. you know what I mean? You, you named the, and I'm, not, I'm yeah. talking about the people that are considered and by, you, made, you, you know, the Beyonce. The I, appreciate, I appreciate what she represents. She still ain't better than Kelly. I cheered her on, too, though. Like, so, so, <laughs> but both the Cowboys. The boy that plays for the Cowboys did her dirty. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, whatever you want to say. And he, was, and, Kelly, and he was gay. Hey, yo, those go are the thoughts of, of go, ahead, go ahead, man. Um, go ahead, go ahead. But I'm no, just like, starting. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, that, that part doesn't matter, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, the, the, the president was in the office, in the, in the, in the office getting a twirly, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if that's what you're going to do, that's what you're going to do. It don't matter he the how powerful. 
it don't matter how powerful, how beautiful, how amazing like a person that is, because it's not saying anything about them. Um, I mean, depends upon who you ask. Some will say it does. I don't necessarily believe in that, but because um, some people believe that if your spouse cheats, that says something about you, men and women. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, I do. I I, I do. Nah, I, I, man. I agree. I, I listen. I think human nature is human nature, right? And mm-hmm. I think that we're given I think we're given I think we're given the power of mind over matter to control that nature, right? And you mm-hmm. have to find a person that's worth controlling your nature for, right? You have to find a mm-hmm. person that's worth, you know what I'm saying? Because if she isn't worth and that doesn't even necessarily mean that you don't love her or that person. That's not to say that because as men, we know they'll never understand it and it ain't no need to we not right now we're not talking to women. Our women listeners, we mm-hmm. apologize. You get to you get to listen in, but this is for men. Like you can love a woman and still, mm-hmm. you know, go to the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. or go to Brazil. Like you can still do that. <laughs> You have Mm -hmm. to find the woman that's worth not putting yourself in harm's way. And I don't even know that it's harm. Putting yourself in harm's way, per se, she's worth giving up yams for. And some guys never find that woman, even if they do get married. Ain't got nothing to do with her. I I still still don't think. That was my point. It has nothing to do with her. That's my point. It it doesn't say anything about yourself. I mean, Cardi B, right? So I saw a tweet the other day. The chick's tweet says, you can get cheated on if you're a Victoria's Secret model. That was uh, Adam Levine, just, uh, you know, she's on his wife with a Victoria's Secret model. If you're a sex symbol like Cardi B, if you're gorgeous like Salty, because, uh, what's her name, Sweetie? Salt, how you say her name? Sweetie? Saweetie? Yeah, yeah, she got cheated on. So her name um, is, her if you're name is Saweetie. She said, but I F, Saweetie. Yo, I F her name up every time, so why am I correcting you? I Yo, call it, it looks stupid. Anyway, I'm yeah, her name, yeah. It's just call it McDonald's. Yo, if you're everything and then some like me along, if you're even freaking Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? They say, yo, some people's husbands make an entire career out of loving their wife, and they still going to cheat. Yo, what's the boy's name from the internet? Derek something or another? Derek Jackson, <laughs> yeah. I think his name was. He made a whole, yeah, he made a whole career. Simple. And he still was out here, like, you know what I mean, taking him down. So, you know, oh, so we got some fire in the chat. Um, Neil says, for one, she likes gossip, so that's why, you know, she's part of that, too. Uh, <laughs> Scott, I'm going to leave that one thing alone, um, that comment you made. I, I, I ain't trying to start no trouble. But um, Neil says, women have been getting cheated on, and somehow it's their fault forever. But she also says, lust and love are two different emotions. Hmm. Scott, you said, I bet you with Dina Howard didn't get cheated on. She, she probably got cheated on with someone who's the complete opposite. I'm going to just be honest. There's certain women that if we bring them up on the show, I'm not going to comment because I'm going to incriminate myself, and Adina Howard belongs in that group. <laughs> We're going to leave that alone. And with all that being said, though, man, Matt Barnes, you got you to gotta stop, uh, you know, drawing – 
tell us what the facts are, man, or just stop going around, man. But let's move on, though, man. I want to talk about the quote of the week, right? The quote of the week comes from one Greg Popovich, and his comment or quote was, my paycheck. And that was his response when someone asked him what motivates him to come back, you know, season after season, just to chase a championship. And my man said, yo, my paycheck. What makes what makes that hilarious is because we know how intellectually high on the horse Greg Popovich is and the things that he supports, the his belief system. It's surprising to hear him say a purely monetary motivation to so be hilarious. I think it's amazing because also the one other thing you know about Greg Popovich is he's very blunt and just like honest. So. You know, that's his oh, little nah, thought saying this is what about that chicken. Yo, but somebody right. somebody would expect Greg Popovich to say because through basketball I'm able to shape and alter the universe to a more benevolent place, you know, and unify humanity no, under the, the love of joy of the game. Thing about him. I think his success makes people see him in one light, but he's never been that guy. He's never been the love of the game, the X's and O's. Like he's like, yo, they better than us. We beat them. We better than them. Like we gotta play hard. Like he's very matter of fact. Like he's very not. Blunt. Yeah, he's not like this 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 uber basketball scientist. Not I mean, he might be, but I'm talking about his 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 personality that he's shown to the media is very just like blunt, straight to the point, and honest. Right. But anyway, that's our quote of the week. Let's get to our stat of the week. And this comes from Coach Prime, Coach of Jackson State. So Prime was talking about one Bryce Young. Let me give you these stats. Bryce Young so far has 1,029 yards, showing 13 touchdowns, two interceptions, 68.6 completion percentage. C.J. Stroud, 1,222 yards, 16 touchdowns, one interception, and a 70.7% completion percentage. These are two guys who are, you know, um, name is being thrown around for a Heisman. And with Dion, it was like, look, here's what I want you to look at. Look at Shador, Shador Sanders. He's thrown 1,351 yards, 14 touchdowns, one interception with a 75.5 completion percentage. And he's right up there with the two guys that I mentioned for the Heisman. So he said, make sure you mention Shador Sanders when you mention the rest of them. You got any problem with that statement? I don't have a problem with it on two levels. Number one, that's his coach. Number two, that's his dad. What the hell else is Dion supposed to do? I respect it. I completely disagree with it, but I would be angry with Dion if <laughs> why, he, did, if he, didn't, if he didn't do that. I would be angry at it. Why you disagree? degree of difficulty and competition. There you go. And I think that's the biggest thing. Um, somebody in the comment section when Dion said it was like... That's the only thing. Yo, he said... The comment was hilarious. Boy said, like, that would be true if y'all didn't have a dookie schedule. Boy straight called their schedule dookie. And of course, I'm immature, so I die laughing. Told the truth. I die laughing because I'm immature. But anyway, man, so shout out to Dion, man. I still love what he's building, man. You know, on one day, you know, as they build that Yo, program. Dion, listen, you know. listen, to your point, right? People get angry at Dion for doing what you and I probably think that he's supposed to do, which is what he does. He uses his celebrity to promote 
and draw attention to the program. He's Deion freaking Sanders. What else is he supposed to do? Because people are not missing, and and this and this is what this is what when I get in debates with people who love uh who love Massa and think that the other uh, ice is colder, they don't understand, right? What they don't understand is this. You said when you get in debates with Fred, my bad. I, I ain't name no names, man. Most players aren't going to the pros, right? They're just not going to the pros. Dion is going to have an impact on them young men's lives forever. Well, he's he's putting them in position to succeed in life, which is much bigger, you know, than a game of amusement. Like, it's it's a lot deeper um, than football. But some people who are college football fans, all they see is basically semi-pro football. They don't understand that he's he's built up. <laughs> I'm not saying nobody's name. All they see is that you know this this is who they're playing. Like they don't understand. Like I've I've lived HBCU culture. I know what it's like to have elders that are grooming you for to do great things. And you can't get that at a PWI. Um, you might get to play semi pro football, but even then, most of y'all ain't going to the pros either. How many players play for Alabama versus most how many go to the league? Right? Alabama sends a ton of people. Alabama sends a ton of players to the NFL, right? I don't know the numbers, but I can probably speculate that 50% of the players that play year to year don't go to the pros. It's 20. Because if that was the case. 20 a season. 20 a season is a so safe that, estimation. Yeah, so, yes, but but I don't even know, like, if I had to take a, uh, the, 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 the median or the mean average, like, I don't even know if it would be that high because if that was the case in a five-year period, we would have 100 players in the NFL from Alabama. I don't know if we do. Um, maybe someone could look it up for me. How many players in the to- in the NFL right now come from Alabama? Like, what's the, what's the total number? Um, you gotta you gotta account you gotta account for the guys that only play one, two, three, and four seasons though, because it's attrition. As they come in, there's more leaving. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, let me see in the NFL. Let me see the number is in general. So in the preseason it was seventy five. Yeah, it was about seventy five. Um, in the preseason, right? So with that being said, though they they they're bringing in like fifty what fifty plus every year, and we're just looking at this one program. My point my point being though, the math still works. Most folks aren't um. Most folks aren't going to the league. So what he's doing no, is uh, oh, you know, a lot bigger saying, than that. Hold on, hold it's, on it's, Jim. You're saying there were 75 Alabama players this preseason, right? Yeah. That wasn't all from one class. So to your to your point, it's only about 20. Their roster is like 80 deep. So 20 go, but 60 don't. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm saying. So, like, what, what he's doing is, is – and listen, man, it's deeper than rap, man. That's all I'm going to say, man. Um. You know, and some will get it. I'm laughing at Scott. You said Dion got to bring some white boys in to play offensive line. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I mean, I don't know, man. We got we listen. We can play offensive line, man. If I name the greatest offensive lineman in in, in the world, there's probably only um one or two white dudes on it. I mean, the 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 best ones like you know the Paces, they they brothers, man. Yo, we do something, man. We 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 excel at everything we do. Anything we put our mind to, we excel at. Once, we once we recognize black that, people, we, black people in general excel at everything that? except loving themselves. Only thing we don't excel at is loving ourselves. Ooh, I'm proud of that. Major bars, major key. 
outside of that, ooh, we 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 got direct children, man. Damn, that was a heavy one right there, y'all. I got I got I got to slow down on that. I gotta I gotta let that breathe for a second. You said yo, we so everything. Yeah, you definitely deserve a die. Yo, you deserve a die to Marco with that one. That was a that was a heavy bar right there, bro. Like, yo, you said we excel at everything except loving ourselves. Be awesome, man. Like, yo, pass the plate around, yo. Like, give me your cash app or something, like, cause you out here preaching today, brother. Yo, dollar sign, be awesome. I'm joking. I don't know if that's a cash app. <laughs> nah, don't don't send it there. Hey, <laughs> Brad. <laughs> Even though I support a lot of red pill doctoring, like even that has gone to a point where I'm like, yo, y'all spend a lot of time pooping on our sisters and not a lot of, and not much time celebrating. Like we don't, we don't celebrate and love each other enough for how truly great we are, how much potential God really put into us, how much resiliency we have. And I'm 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 not here to preach. I'm here to go back to uh actually pooping on Malika Andrews for this whole Ime Yudoka uh situation. <laughs> That's why I came. So this positivity well, that I'm let's talking move on so we can get to that. a little too much. Let's move on so we can get to that, man. Let's move on so we can get to that, right? So, yeah, man. Um, you know, let's talk about some stuff in the NFL this past week, man. The NFL PA asked for a review on Tua's quick return from an injury. I, I was asking for something to be looked at, too. My dude Tua got up from getting hit, and my dude was walking around. He looked like um, Michael Jackson from The Wiz when he um was a scarecrow. He was trying to learn to walk. He was falling around. Tua looked absolutely <laughs> out of it. When it happened, I was like, damn, he's out of the game. That's going to change everything. He came back from halftime with him playing. I was like, yo, it's no way he passed concussion protocols. And they had the nerve to say that, yo, it wasn't concussion. That was his back. He had a back pain. Yo, they need more people, yo. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, but shout out, shout out to it, though, because my new name for him is Tua Marino. My man went from his first couple of years looking like he couldn't throw the ball past five. No, yards. you're not now allowed. Like no, you're not allowed quarterback. to do that, though. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. It's 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 in jest. It's in jest, but you know, Tua Marino is out here balling. So gotta yo, you know give him his props. Yo, Dan Marino got a stronger arm than Tua right now, and Dan Marino is, is a is a senior citizen. <laughs> and and that Listen, goes to yo, just for our listeners to keep it a, to keep it a thousand. You'll hear me crack weak arm jokes like like in the context of football because it's funny and it works, but in theory. Like, there's plenty of weak arm quarterbacks that were great. Like, you don't need a strong arm to be great, a great NFL quarterback. I just Tom think Brady don't have Tom Brady don't have the strongest arm. I mean, and yeah. um, you know, his, his forefather in football, who you remind me of, no. Joe Montana, didn't have the strongest. No, arm. I, I was yeah, I was going to Joe, and I was going to weak arm, weak arm uh, Drew Brees as a put. Brady got an arm. He ain't got a hand cannon, but he got an arm. I'm thinking a guy. He got that an don't arm. He's he he has more arm. He has more arm than Breeze in uh, Montana, but he ain't got like Montana. Yo, he ain't got a Dan Marino. He ain't got a Dan Marino type. No, guy. he ain't got a Dan Marino could fall backwards and throw the ball forty yards on a rope. That's a different. He a different dude. He was a different dude. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's 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 and, one of the things. But Tua, 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 Tua is definitely closer to uh, Drew Breeze than he is to Dan Marino. Uh, he's a ball player, though, dog. I give him his credit. He's a he ball player. He is. He 
listen. So Look, listen to this story, though, right? Here, here's, something that's, here's something that's real crazy, man. Nick Sirianni um, was using a Kobe Bryant story to try to motivate the team before they played the, uh, the Cobra Commanders. Um, and what was crazy about it is they beat the Cobra Commanders uh, with a score of 24 to 8. That's what made it kind of eerie. Because first of all, scoring wow. in a football game is not is not like normal. So No. The, guy, the football guy, the football guys were like, you know, trying to be smart. Wow. So I got no wow. thoughts on that other than rest, rest in power to Bean. Hey, man, shout out to say that. Recognizing, uh, recognizing greatness and invoking it uh, upon your team, man. And 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 listen, I've I've been, I know this is unrelated, but I've been a I've been a huge Jalen Hurts critic. Um, not, not, it's nothing personal. I don't, I don't hate on him, but I'm just a critic because I see the weaknesses. I would like to salute mm-hmm. that young man for putting the work in that's necessary to improve. My criticism. Well, that was my, was, that was, that was, that was my next comment. Like, what do you think about, um, Jalen Hurts over the last couple of weeks? Cause you know, he's, he's seemingly he's, getting better. He's taking strides. No, it's not seemingly he's, he's gotten better. He has gotten a lot better in three distinct areas. Number one, okay, reading reading defenses and reading coverages. Number two, being patient and working through progressions. And number three, using the middle of the field. Using the middle. Mm-hmm. Those three things have turned him from what I consider a subpar QB into find him as a good QB. Not very good. Okay. Not great. Not all pro, not pro bowl. It's only three games. It's only three games. But mm-hmm. he has improved. He has improved. And in fairness, Howie, Howie went out, Howie Roseman went out and did his thing. He did what he does, which is grab the talent necessary to fit Sirianni's system and necessary to be around Jalen Hurts. I don't believe Jalen Hurts will ever be the type of QB that can carry a team on his talent. But I do believe he's the type of QB, if you put the talent around him, he will elevate his level of play to come close to matching that talent. And we have talent to burn. And so it's showing his improvement is showing and is demonstrated with that talent. So, so kudos and salute to him. I never wanted him to be a bad QB or I didn't even want to be right about him being trash. I just was giving an honest and objective. Uh, we got Eagles fans that are losing their mind and saying he's an MVP and he's headed to perennial all pro. And you know, the, you know, the usual, the, the, them, them prisoner of the moment folks, but no, he has improved considerably. And he's another example of you don't need a strong arm to be a good QB. And he does a good job of mixing up throwing and running, which makes him very hard to defend because of the fact that he can use his legs. So I'm, I'm pleased with his improvement, man. I am. Salute to him. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Salute absolutely. Um, and that's the one thing I do want to say. You've got to give Howie a lot of credit. I said this a couple weeks ago on here. Um, they've done a great job of – and they still do a great job, even with their play calling, of kind of protecting him in a weird way. They're giving him, like, opportunities to make plays, but they're still in a weird way kind of, like, protecting him. 
But I think this is the way you bring a young quarterback up. Um, far too many times they just throw him in and, like, you know, it is what it is. Or, just, or they force him just to run, like, the, um, you know, the option every damn play. But <clears throat> they're doing a good job of calling plays and, like, bringing him along. And, and you could tell that he's actually putting the work in. You know what I mean? He's anti-Mike Vick. But that's either him or there. He's not the Mike Vick. I'm no, 100, 100%. That's no disrespect. Mike Vick said himself he didn't work. So that's no disrespect. Yo, Mike Vick said, yo, I don't know quarterbacks are supposed to like, like, you know, study film until he got with Andy Reid. <laughs> yo, so what was Boyd doing with him in Atlanta, yo? Anyway. Um, yo. yo, Mike Vick <laughs> is not to-do and not to be as an athletic. I'm going to go ahead and say athletic black QB. Like, do not just depend <laughs> solely on your athleticism and don't put the time in to improve and get better. And that's what I'll give Jalen Hurts. I think he is the exact opposite of that. He has literally a third of the talent that Mike Vick has, but he also has three times the work ethic and, 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 and is applying it. So I, I respect him for that. And to your point, not to get ahead of ourselves as Eagles fans, they still are protecting him. Like he hasn't faced any serious defenses. And I don't believe in completely – I don't believe in completely penalizing people for the opposition they play. You can't. You can only play who's in front of you. But the Vikings, for example, yo, his receivers were wide open because the Vikings didn't adjust their zone defense. I don't think the Vikings, talent-wise, are that bad. They just didn't adjust to what the Eagles were doing, and that's not Jalen Hurts' fault. If you're not going to adjust and it's going to be easy for me, then I'm going to just take the easy. That's what you're supposed to do. So I'm not mad at him for it. But as the talent on the defenses he faces increases and as the actual defensive execution increases with good defenses, we're going to see just how much he truly has improved. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to give a shout-out to him. And, like, you know, actually it's funny, though, watching this happen is making me look forward to Eagles games, right, on, on the tip. Like, I just want to – I want to watch the kid play. Like, I want to see if he's continuously getting better. Like, what's he doing wrong? What's he doing right? So, you know, um, shout to him though. But real quick, you know, you um, know, you know what you want to ask yourself if you look at where he is today, and you look at that playoff game versus Tampa, how much better would we have played, or how much what would the result have been if he was this version of himself? Yeah, this is true. But yo, um, but that, but see, the thing is, would he ever get to this version if not for that loss at Tampa? You know what I mean? Like, so that, that probably helped him in his maturation. But listen, though, here's the thing, though. I don't know how you feel about the Pro Bowl. Do you, are you a fan of the NFL Pro Bowl? Man, I haven't cared about the Pro Bowl in a decade. All right, cool. So the NFL is replacing the Pro Bowl with a multi-day skills competition in a flag football game that's going to be held in Las Vegas. So they're changing the whole format. Um, I don't know how. For about, about eight years. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it though, because some of the skill stuff can be exciting. Um, I'm going to take a wait and see approach, but I think that them tr- like they're trying something. So I'm, I'll never knock no one for trying something. You know, what I mean, some of the stuff the NBA does is drawn, but I give them credit because they are always trying. You remember a couple of years ago they had a straight fashion show. Like, I'm going to knock them because they did a fashion show. I'm I'm knocking that. I'm going to go ahead <laughs> but and knock But my point that. is, I like when people, say, you know, think outside the box and just try things. So we'll see what the skills competitions look like. 
I don't know if it's pump pass kick or you know, what it is. They used to have a skills competition back in the day. Um, you know, I used to watch that Jonas to watch Daryl Green dust everybody because they used to have a straight race. But uh, you know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but you know, shout out to them for trying something new. But uh, before we move on, we got a couple calls we're going to get to. But before we do that, um, and I definitely want to get to them uh, once we go over these picks. I want to get your picks for a couple games in week six because I want to see if uh, you know. Oh, Tobias! I don't think Tobias was on hold earlier when I gave Tobias his props, man. So I think he is now. Um, but Tobias, if you missed what I said earlier, man, I gave you your props. I told everybody that you've been killing it um, with your gambling picks. And you I definitely said you, did. You, you, I said you're better than Gus, man. I gave you your props now. Because I gave you your props, I don't want you to go stink it up the rest of the season. But with that being said, though, be awesome. Let me ask you real quick. We got the Dolphins at the Bengals. That game is this evening, I believe. Um, who you got in this game? Uh, I have to pick against the Bengals, and, and it's for one mm-hmm. simple reason. Yo, I'm a big – I'm a Joe a Joe Burrow supporter. I'm a Chase supporter. I think they have excellent talent at the skill positions, offensively for sure, and defensively. Bro, until you invest in the fat people up front, yo, dog, their offensive line is 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 – their offensive line is worse than us, you and I. <laughs> They got they got cats. they got dead people out there blocking some ball. Only all only offensive line I've seen in the league worse than them is is Washington. It's it's some, so, it's some terrible lines out there. Well, who else got a terrible? Somebody else got a terrible. It's some terrible old lines out there, bro. Because yeah, I was because I, I was sitting there watching football like a couple days ago. I'm like, yo, are defensive lines getting better or offensive lines getting worse or is it a combination of both? Um. Because there's also some dynamic athletes playing defensive line now. And I'm like, there's dudes now playing on the D-line that probably um, wouldn't have played on a D-line years ago because they're, like, uber athletes. Um, but with that being said, though, I've also heard things like I, – I mean, I don't know how true it is, but I've seen things written about the Bengals that them going to the bowl, like, went to their head, and they, they got a little bit of Hollywood air around their team right now. So they're kind of getting humble that. as they come into the thing. They're a young team, though, so that's, that's that's you know, you can believe that they're a young team with a young coach. But um, I don't know, man. It's a tough game, man. I'm going to go with the Bengals just because I think the Dolphins will win. Um, but the Bengals are home, short week, um, plus two of yo. Yo, no way that was a back injury, bro. Like, But anyway, man, Bills at Ravens, man. This is this is an interesting game right here, man, because the Bills, um, you know, are coming off of L to those Dolphins. In the Ravens, yo, this dude, Lamar Jackson, is looking like he's playing at a different speed and level than everybody in the league. Right now, he's looking better than he damn near did the year he won MVP. Like, you know, big trust. Trust, yo. I, I have to – Ravens, yo. Yo, dude's on another level. Yo, I, and, I, and I don't want to pick against Lamar Jackson because I saw him on IG um, last year in a um, Chinese store with slippers on in Baltimore. And I'm like, yo, that's their quarterback. He's in the hood in the Chinese store. So I could never pick against him. So shot the big yeah. truck. Um, we got the Cobra Commanders at the Cowboys. Who you got in this game? Uh, tie. <laughs> a tie. Be awesome picks a tie. I'm going to go with the Cowboys because I'm never picking the uh, Cobra Commanders. Um, we got the Bears at the New York Football Giants. Oh my God, I do not want to see this game. Like, 
No disrespect oh, to the man, young, this young is more failure. This is more failure. Who, yo, who decided we're going to pick these games? I'm going with the Giants, but this is another one that could be a tie. They're both terrible. All right, so we got now we got the Jags at the Eagles, man. And the Eagles. Jaguars, the last couple of games have looked pretty good. Like, it looks like Doug is getting together, man. So, it looks like Doug is doing his thing. But, you know, we're going with the Eagles. That Eagles defense is tough, man. Roll with the Eagles, too. We got the Chiefs at the Buccaneers. We got Andy Reid coming off of L going up against these Buccaneers. Who you got? Uh, Big Red, man. Give me Big Red. Big Red. I'm just waiting for the Bucs to fall apart. I know it hasn't happened as of yet because they're a talented team, but and Tom Brady, be you know, his deal with the devil, I don't know if it's fully expired yet. I want to be Big Red. I don't, Big Red don't really lose too many back-to-backs, so I'm, I'm rolling with Big Red, though, man. Um, before we move on, though, let's get to some of these callers, man. We got uh, a – what is Rob? Rob been on hold for a minute. Let's see. Rob called in right away. Tobias, look, Rob beat you to it this week. So let's get Rob on the line, though. Rob from Cali. Rob, what's up, beloved? Hey, Rob, you there? Oh, can y'all hear me? Yo, Mr. AK, now we can. Yo, what's up, man? How y'all doing? How you doing, good brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. You know. Sorry, sorry, you at the trap house, like cooking up something. <laughs> no comment, but hey, man. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? It's too bad Dev ain't here. But hey, man, I I got some comments I want to say. Um, first, wait, wait. you know, with what up? Oh, oh! First, I want to say one thing. Uh, it's too bad for, you know, I can't. We can't stand Malika Andrews. You know, I wish you know we had Rachel Nichols back. You know, what I'm saying she was sweet, sweet and ranch. You know, what I'm saying. Damn. You know. Damn. You know that's Damn. all I gotta say. Hey, I yeah, I I said what I said, man. Hey, it ain't ain't nothing wrong with little snow bunnies. But here's the thing. Um, as far as my Eagles list, I think Jalen Hurts is. Great. I think he has a strong, a strong arm, maybe stronger than McNabs. Um, I think he's probably the second coming of Randall Cunningham. You know what I'm saying? Yo, hey, Rob. You know, I sent that MVP stats right now, man. I'm serious, huh? Rob is, Rob is joking. Yo. Rob is joking. Rob is going way out the window, bro. Like, no, no, no. Rob is being facetious. I, I don't know about that, man. Rob, I want you to know. I want you to know, bro, that I did see that post that you put on my page this week. I just laughed at it because, and I meant to comment too. I meant to comment back when you had that post you put about Brady versus Belichick with them not playing together. And the one thing you have to understand in sports, right, is when you talk sports, raw numbers don't tell a whole story, right? There's context to it. Brady went to a team that was primed to win a Super Bowl. Belichick is building from the ground up. So you can't really compare their win percentages without each other because they're doing two different things. Brady went to a ready-made team. Belichick is building an organization from the ground up. You can't compare the two. I, I, I well, we could talk about that another time because I want to go to Eagles, but my, you know. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I, so context, context is added, right? So let's just say for argument's sake, the Celtics come into this season, right, and they don't do as good as they did last season, right? People will look at the raw numbers and say, man, this Celtics team, but with context is everything. 
will not be told in the record books is what exactly is going on with their coach, the suspension. All people will see is the record, right? So my point is when you talk sports, and this is one of the great things about sports, one of the reasons we love sports is because of the stories that are told through sports, but that's through context. It's the reason why 30 to 30 has success outside the lines, all these sports documentaries, because what they're giving you is the context that's missing by just looking at pure numbers. Pure numbers never tell a whole story. You know what I mean? They just don't. So, for instance, when you look at Jalen Hurts, let's bring it to our current conversation with the Eagles. His numbers are, are cool, right? He doesn't have the most his, passing touchdowns. But, but if you don't watch the Eagles he, games, you miss the context he, of how he's growing as a player. He, he he will have the most passing touchdowns. I think he'll break some records, you know what I'm saying, NFL records. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. You know, I'm just, I've been very, very critical of the, uh, like, like the Austin of Jalen Hurts. And and I and I'm about to go and look up the archives and look at this this um this um this show about what B. Austin said. But I am impressed. I was arguing with some Cowboy you fans Howie, about you owe Howie um, an apology. You personally owe Howie an apology. Hell no, hell no. Because Jordan Davis fat behind down on the field. And listen, oh, it's the third game. Yo, it's the third game, Rob. It's the third game. Listen, listen, listen. I understand. Okay, be honest. You, you and my pops, y'all, y'all sort of like because y'all like uh, y'all like athletes, athletic dudes. Y'all like if if a dude is like two sixty five and he wants like a four five or something, my dad will go ballistic. If a dude is like like what was that guy's name? Taylor Mays. People people remember USC Taylor Mays. He was a safety. He was like two thirty. He went like a four three. Hey, you know, Taylor Mays. My dad was a. Taylor Mays is effing garbage. Stop insulting me. I like technicians. I like guys yeah, that yeah, technically yeah. Me, me, me too. Me too. By listen, listen. By today's standards, people will look at um, what's that guy's name? The the do what you do for the Rams? Um, the B the D D for the tackle. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald would be like, yo, this is what defensive tackle looks like. However, when they go back and look at a guy like Warren Sapp, they'd be like, this guy was the best. This guy's a Hall of Famer. But when you look at the fit, like, look the way he looks, he's chubby. But look at the film. If they look at the film and look at the techniques and look at the stuff he puts he puts down, and, and, and you know, it's it's I mean, it, that, it, that's it part, is what it is. That's part of- that's part of society and everything growing. I mean, you look at the NBA players now. You look at the skill sets. I was making a comment. Me and Devin having a conversation um, a couple of weeks ago, and I was telling them, I'm like, yo, it's more skilled NBA players now than ever. These things coming in with all kinds of skills. Um, but, but don't know how to play the game. The, but that's part of how the game moves. Like, so now you got guys that understand nutrition. They under, yo, I was, I'm, just, I'm, I'm like reading a book right now. Um, it's a book by Ryan Holland. It's called Discipline is Destiny. But part of part of the book, he talks about Babe Ruth, right? And he's talking about Babe Ruth's habits and what Babe Ruth could have been if he had better habits. Yo, my dude Babe Ruth used to used to wake up, right, with, with a couple couple of joints laying next to him. But he, uh, you know, frolicked with the evening before. Start the day with like steak and eggs. Two Coca Cola. He had a terrible diet, terrible training. Never worked out because um, all he did was bang chicks and play baseball. And 
But the point being is he didn't also have the information, right? So as time goes on, guys get information. A guy like Aaron Donald, I guarantee you Aaron Donald trains in a completely different way than Warren Sapp trains. You know what I mean? So you can't, it's hard. that's why it's hard to compare errors. You can't compare errors in any sport because people have more information. He, I, 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 mean, he I agree. I, I agree in part with what you're saying, Jimmy, but then mm-hmm. – I do. I don't feel like Warren Sapp was far enough away in terms of time to not compare with today's player. And I'll also give you this example. Warren, yes, Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp was a little pudgy, but Warren Sapp was also a hell of an athlete. Warren Sapp in two ninety four six five. Warren Sapp to me. He, he, yeah, to me, there is no Aaron Donald. There is no Aaron Donald without a Warren Sapp, in my opinion. Right. He was a crazy athlete. He ran Charlie Garner down from behind. I saw that live. I yo, I did too. He was the first like fat DT that was like like really athletic. Yo, he was he absolutely he was. could move. Yo, I, he was very and, quick and, too. And, you know, and he was and he was quick, a three quick. technique defensive end. He could play. He could play multiple positions. Dude was special. Man. But go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I want to jump, jump. The one thing I want to say about Jalen Hurst is that. I have been critical of him, and he has improved. I, he improved barely. Wide. And I was arguing with this with the Cowboy fans. If you start with, uh, like, they were saying, oh, well, some of those passes were, were could, could have been, you know, you know how uh, when he was throwing it up and uh, basically doing a basketball, you throw it up, you catch it. And I was like, dude, those passes that, that was the, the highest point, that's what I'm saying, the highest point. Those high point passes, y'all forget, like, they always do. People always do those, you know. Like Randy Moss used to do those all the time. So it shows how confident he is in his throws and how he can trust his receivers. You're supposed to do good with those weapons. My thing is, is the same thing. Like I said last last year with the coach of overcoming adversity and getting a locker room to believe in them that they can go go to the playoffs. My thing is, how is he going to overcome adversity? As far as comebacks, as far as having a bad game, but still coming back to win, you know my, that that that's all I gotta say. And, and and also big up to the defense, big up to the big. Listen, I'm gonna enjoy Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham because it's probably one of the best defense defensive and D tackle combo I've seen since like what Simeon Rice and Warren Sapp. You can say, or you can say Dwight Freeney and uh, what was the other guy's name, uh, Robert Mathis. So yeah, I'm I'm very, and I can name others, but this, but I'm very, 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 very impressed, man. I'm not gonna lie with this team. I'm taking it slow, game by game. So yeah. All right, man. That's what's up, man. Anything else you wanna talk about before we move on? Um, well, I wanna ask y'all something. Because I got tired of talking about it, but that the Celtics coach. I mean, come on, I'm tired of talking about that. That's a man's business. I don't care. Um, and, All right, man. Um, well, because uh, we got to move on. Because we definitely, we definitely oh, have to be oh, here. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 I want to talk about this. Um, I see Deion Sanders doing good in ACCU. How um, – well, 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 two questions for you. That, the question would be how – how long will it take the landscape uh, as far as talent 
to come over to HBCUs and to other divisions and, and to other and how long will it take for the, the the talent pool to go over to the HBCUs and to other schools? Um, it, it's never it's never going to happen. I'm hopeful. Uh, I'm I'm unrealistically hopeful that it does. Unrealistically hopeful that the landscape changes. But the reality is, um, in in America, where white supremacy is king, um, they control the NCAA and control the resources to make the collegiate athletic sports experience something different at predominantly white institutions. The, the, the shift would have to be a shift in resources that HBCUs had in order to level that playing field. And if you listen to the earlier part uh, of our podcast where I said, hey, one of the things that we don't do is love ourselves. We don't love our culture and our institutions enough to risk going all out for black colleges and universities in the sports arena. It's not, it's not going to happen. There's too much that can be offered at PWIs for the majority of black athletes to leave the, those creature comforts and go to black schools. Not to mention the, the powers that be would change the landscape against that, but just in and of itself in a vacuum, we don't love ourselves and our institutions enough to do that. I think, it, take, it will take time, time, time. It takes time and resources, Rob. So it's not going to happen overnight. But I mean, the fact of the matter is, we don't need it to completely shift. We just need more people to follow, like what Dion is doing, because again, this is bigger than football. But anyway, Rob, we got to move yeah, on, though, yeah, brother. Yeah, 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 because yeah, it, it will take a cultural, sort of like a cultural. Um, what well, I said, you said the key word, which is cultural. We have to change. Yeah, cultural shift because. Yeah, because even before the Huxtables, right? Even before bleep the Huxtables, right? Like, um, like my family on the East Coast, you know, back in the seventies, you can say, in in the seventies, they were their 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 goal was to go to a Howard, or go to a, a Spelman, or or even not even that, go to to a Virginia State. You know what I'm saying? One of them, or or North Carolina Central. Rob, it's gotta be a Rob, it's gotta be a, co- Rob, a cultural the more, change. The more, no, you're the right. More, you said the key word. The more the more segregated the more segregated we are, the more benefit it is to that segregated culture. The fact that we are no longer we're diluted. There's no there is no cultural shift that can happen because we subscribe to the dominant culture. The culture no, of yeah. America. Boom. Boom. Is Not yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right because even at that time, because like going to, because it, it was nothing new. Like when we see like parents send their kids on the East Coast like to a, a, a Catholic school or or a private school, that thing is nothing new. Like 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 back even back in the days, like you know my, my pops he went to a a school I should not be named. Oh, right, right. We got uh, we got that, move that, over, bro. We got Okay, okay. Y'all yeah, have, y'all have a wonderful time. day, man. All right, brother, All right okay, man. Have, yeah. a, have a great week. Have a great week, good brother. Peace. All right, so let's get let's get Tobias on, man, and, and roll damn tie And Tobias, I just want you to know, man, I spoke, I gave you your flowers earlier, man, so you can never say I've never said anything good about you. 
Hey, man, appreciate that. Hey, you never brag. It's a marathon, not a sprint around here. Some days, some weeks you have yeah. good weeks. I mean, some yeah. weeks you have bad ones. I'm still, I'm, still, so, I'm still going to talk about you loving white girls, but I will give you your props in terms of your bets. Hey, i tell you this. Here's a little hint, guys. People, you never bet the team. You bet the number and take emotion out of it. In another week or so, there will be no more value on Jacksonville. Just keep ahead on that one. Uh, okay. <laughs> Detroit is a good value. He may be losing that, too. He's got to look at that. Uh, but y'all talk about this HBCU stuff. See, here's the thing, and I think Rob was getting on something here, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Y'all talk about resources. Name me the famous HBCU alum that can write a $30 million check right now. Uh, you know, most of our kids, black kids, HBCUs are going on credit. Uh, Sean Combs. Whoopee. Now, give me 10 more. Ten more? <laughs> do that. Uh, now, 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 see, you, now, you didn't make the number high enough. You didn't make the number nah, high but, enough. I absolutely but, can give but, you but 10 yeah. more. But, yeah, so my because thing he, is, he, he got his money by inter- Here's the one thing people don't know. All of our professionals still to this day come from HBCUs. So people that are investment bankers, people that are doctors, lawyers, surgeons, the black people that operate in this world, statistically speaking, they still come from HBCUs. Do they do they give back at the same rate? Absolutely not. I was at actually I was just at Howard last weekend, last Saturday. I spoke at Howard last Saturday, and it was um you know a brother there um from Savannah State, I believe he was. He was like the the dean there, and he was talking about from a percentage standpoint, we give back peanuts compared to say the Ivy League, but. uh, but another statistic that he showed me is if you are a black professional in this country, over 95% come from either an HBCU or an Ivy League. So all these big state schools, these sports schools, our professionals don't come from there. They either come all from an Ivy League or an HBCU. Produce, uh, produce employees. And, uh, and you know, you yeah. know what the thing is also? Uh, and I was getting at it also. Most of our kids are going to school on credit, a.k.a. student loans for not having wealth, and we know why. Uh, we yeah. know why. But uh, and so once you're paying back these student loans that are astronomically higher than it was in 1980, and the wages aren't the same as it had, had plateaued since the late 70s, uh, it's hard to give back when you're trying to pay your damn loan off. <laughs> you got a real well, regular everyday joke. Yeah, and, and so so my thing is, like y'all say, you gotta redistribute the resources. So because these schools are getting billion dollars endowments while HBCUs are begging. But one thing that I peeped right, because HBCU is my hometown, Alabama State. People running these schools can't even negotiate lemonade at a lemonade stand. They are crappy business people. And uh, and like, and uh, and one thing also with Dion, he look at a lot of business stuff, right? And he makes sense. Why are they playing all these classics where you got to travel everywhere and spend your own dime? Why not just do a home and home, which you get more money and more money in the town? That's what a lot of these mm-hmm. uh, PWI colleges be doing. And the the talent would never be equal to like the uh, the Power Five out on Division One, but the transfer uh-huh. portal may actually get kids who may say, "Hey, I just need to play, go out there," because Jackson State to get a lot of those guys. Like, hell, even years ago. The late Tavares Jackson from my hometown, he started at Arkansas. He transferred to Alabama State. And he had a good NFL career. He started the playoff game and he, he, many years as a backup. And that was, that mm-hmm. was uh, you know, it, that was very monumental because we don't get that many black black backups and backups for 10 years. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, 
But yeah, and, and like one betting thing I want y'all to look at also. Uh, Jameis is out this week, and uh, and like four, with, with the four broken bones in his back and a bum ankle, Andy Dalton starting. So you might keep an eye on that number also. Uh, you know, mm. uh, yeah. And I was getting jokes off of Saints fans because I was like, huh, this is just like Bo Money was saying. Just like with Dak Prescott, you better have a black backup because you know they claim they clamor for the white boys. Soon as they get a little adversity. Uh, you know, no, no matter how crappy this guy is, well, Andy Dalton made the playoffs in Cincinnati. I'm like, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> they like, yeah. you'll take the check down. I'm like, so I've been roasting folks, right? So you take the check down. I say, hey, Kirk Cousins been taking the check down since he got in the league. Where they got him? Uh, <laughs> you know, he got paid, but uh, but it's more than numbers. But just keep that out. But y'all talk about also like Brady and stuff. Drew Bledsoe was a quarterback in New England. He did lead New England to a Super Bowl appearance. Drew Bledsoe was no scrub here. And like people make like Drew Bledsoe's a scrub now. <laughs> you know, he had a good career. They uh, did pay New England did pay him a hundred million dollars. He was a very good He was a very good QB. Yeah. Like not just good, he was, he was yeah. very good. He was. He was I think he was the first hundred million dollar quarterback too. I think so if he, he was yeah, a scrub, was. they wouldn't have paid him that. Yeah. And uh so but I, I think it was like 15 to 20 years Brady was in New England. He had a top 10 defense. Uh, he had great coaching. And I just want people to act like it wasn't Brady walking in because this wasn't the same Tom Brady that walked in New England. He was being like Nick, like Ben Roethlisberger first year in the Steelers. Hey, don't mess it up. Because that defense won that Super Bowl. They shut down the greatest show on turf. But the quarterback gets too much credit and it gets too much blame. And the coaches doesn't don't get enough credit for what they do as well. Cause they talk about New England's record now. New England's in a rebuild. You're not supposed to be great. You're in a rebuild. Brady chose the Bucks. He didn't get traded, <laughs> you know. And uh, and now I think as a fan, he's washed in my opinion because he's 45 years old. <laughs> you know, he's supposed to be that way. But I just I just hate how like people spend narratives in sports. And uh. You know, it's just something that always bugged me there. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. That's why I said context well, get ready, matters. Get ready to be bugged a whole lot more because yeah, stories because, like, is what sells stories is what sells sports. So if you don't yeah. have them, you got to create them. Yeah, because, like, for instance, right, because, you know, I pay attention to the NFC South for the NK, my division, and I bet on the Panthers and the uh, Saints to go over their win totals. So I'm kind of pissed right now. Uh <laughs> you know, but I noticed, right, it was like, okay, we we don't do throw picks, but I ain't going to talk about the media never once said a dude had four broken bones in his back or the ankle, and not once did we hear the NFLPA say, why are you playing this guy with a broken back? Or why the Chargers are playing Herbert with a rib injury and he had, still had the same doctor who almost killed Tyrod Taylor? Or two are going out with a concussion still playing. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, they asked him mm-hmm. what his name was. They said his name was Jalen Waddle. Uh, you know, it's just, but it's like, but Matt Stafford thinking up the joint this year, oh, if you got strikes and the media likes you, they will come up with a story for you and cover. And I just want, and I just want these young quarterbacks out there to realize, hey, if you hurt, you shut it down. Because if you playing hurt mm-hmm. trying to be a warrior, your tape is bad. Ask Baker Mayfield how that worked out for him last year, trying to play hurt. <laughs> and uh, and you, your tape ain't good. And they don't care if you were hurt. They gonna say your tape wasn't good. And so and they 
they, they can call you soft all they want, but but they ain't paying your bills. You know. This is true. But, uh, this is true. Hey, hey, y'all talking about the Eagles, right? The Eagles have, I think, right. It was them. It's all about matchups, right? The NFC. The Bucks have a fast defensive line, a fast front seven that can that, that can run with Hurts. The Saints' defense is slower plotting, so they can't run with Hurts. That's why they always have success against them the past couple of years. Uh, I think the Packers also have that type of defense that can keep up with the Eagles. The test is for Hurts is once you go up against a great defense, a big time defense. What do you have then? And don't get me wrong, he's playing his butt off right now. The defense has played great, but that's just one thing there. But at the same time, hell, you got to play with on your so mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh, so we can't knock him there. And plus, we know Kirk Cousins in prime time. That was a that was a layup for you guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yo, yeah. his record his record in performance in prime time is dreadful. It's like they better never hope that they go deep in the playoffs. Like he, he's dreadful in prime time. He can't go deep because he shrinks. And uh, yes, his counting numbers look good, but when the last time Kirk Cousins made the playoffs, when Obama was in office, I think, and that just shows they ain't but two, they ain't but like four or five QBs you could definitively say is the guy. Everybody else is like, why the hell are you paying them? And let's keep the phone open for the next guy to come up. And and I think. And I think they have a problem with paying mediocrity. Why pay mediocrity? Because mm-hmm. are you that scared you can't find a quarterback that's comparable to Kirk Cousins? It ain't that big of a dearth of quarterback talent. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you can find Teddy Bridge. You can be telling me Kirk Cousins is that much better than Teddy Bridgewater. You know? Listen, um, I, saw jo- I, saw a, I saw a joke on Twitter this week. They called it the Bridgewater line. Like, like the Bridgewater is almost like the line of just complete mediocrity. So your quarterback either has to be below or above the Bridgewater line. Yeah. So that was hilarious. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and, one, and one thing, y'all talking about errors, right? I see people in the media trying to say, Michael Parsons may be better than Lawrence Taylor. I'm like, did you clown see Lawrence Taylor play? Especially when the yeah, era with running backs is still going number one overall. They need something to talk about. They need something to talk about. Michael Parsons is balling, but they're drawn. This is what they, yo, my man hasn't even played a full like, yo, yo. Yeah, yo. because here's the thing. Lawrence Taylor won the MVP in John Elway, Dan Marino, and Joe Montana's prime. <laughs> you know, it, and, and they yeah. showed the vote, the numbers, and the voting wasn't even close. Guys so, put up Lawrence all those Taylor, numbers where they ran the ball. And this is after, and this is after laying with um, working women all evening. Yo, and my man Lawrence Taylor used to send working women to his uh, the team that he was playing and try to like throw them off their game. He was sending like, you know what I mean? Go take yep. care of the other team. And, he was wild. Shannon Sharp probably disappointed by him. Lawrence Taylor made the left tackle in the H back famous. Got them paid. And yes, the, the outside linebacker, Rich. Because Derrick yes, Thomas, did. the late yes, Derrick Thomas, came a couple years later. You know, yes, he did. so that's power. In a running league, because we know that was all, that league was still drafting running backs number one back then. You can't even get a running back in the first round now. And my last thing before I run, guys, I saw the suit Joe Burrow wore to the game. The first thing that crossed my mind was, man, well, that was Cam Newton. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but. <laughs> Yo, but the problem is Jamar Chase is awesome. Joe Burrow hangs on to, to the ball too long, also. But uh, wide receiver is the last peak place he fits. Because the offensive lineman they passed on Panay Sewell, 
he's one of the two or three best right tackles already in football as a yeah. second-year guy. It's easier to find a receiver than a good, a good offensive lineman. And I forgot mm-hmm. to say this, guys. With Malika, Tate, Malika Andrews, I will say this. You've got to remember who your base. They, white supremacy, will always come knocking in the bill. Is who do you have in your base that will support you? They can always find somebody to fill that slot. And and you won't have nobody to come defend. You gotta realize how egregious she was that black folks defending Stephen A. Uh, <laughs> you know how bad it was. But it just shows one, the dude was stupid, all right? There was no rape charges. They should have put those other people's names out there. He wasn't no sexual assault, anything like that. But at the same time, why is she going so hard after men, especially brothers like this, and especially seeing who she has on her arm? That are will you, mess are her you, up. Are you, are you asking, do you, do you want the answer, brother? Oh, he I already know the answer, good brother. I know the answer. Malina's it's one of those, how we say, hypotheticals. Yeah, M- Malika, Listen, man. Malika. Listen, man. <laughs> Tobias, no, Tobias, Tobias is uh, one of the, he's one of the heads of the FBA movement. Yeah, yeah. hey, I don't, hey, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to find out who did Tariq's hair. I'm gonna try and get mine to grow back, but um, uh, you know, but uh, <laughs> yo, but uh, but yeah, but see, but what she gotta realize is, look, a bed uh, Yes, hey and yo, because Jamel Hill, she went hard, right? You saw how they got rid of her, you know, Michael Smith. Yeah. Look how they got rid of these people. And how she going off on the brothers, and it's like he seems like some NBA players don't even want to talk to her, and uh, and I didn't realize saw, that. Saw, that Gian- saw what Giannis did. Yes, and he's Euro. He's not even American. <laughs> you know, he, he, from, he, he grew up he in Europe. He's not, he not he even American. He's he not FBA. Yeah, but hey, he he get a check, and I'll leave you guys with this. You guys can talk about this. They asked those Euro guys like Giannis, Jokic, and uh. And Luca, they all said it is easier to play in the NBA than in Europe because of the style of play. That, yes, the mm-hmm. guys have talent. They're more talented. But the style of play makes it easier to score and get your numbers compared to Europe. Because remember, this, this last U.S. team kind of struggled in the Olympics now. Uh, you know, and the players are more skilled. I don't even think it's the world is caught up. The players are more skilled, but as a unit, they don't play as a unit, and they're taught unity in in as far as teaming is concerned. And in, fundamentals uh, in Europe, fundamental. But I think fundamentally, I, think, I do believe I do believe the world is catching up. Yo, look at the MVP race the last two years. Like the top five dudes, mm, like four of them was not not American. I, I, I have mm. a theory on that. I have a theory on that. These got. The guys, the, the big men you think of to do a post move, MB and um, Jokic. AAU, I think AAU ball has killed U.S. fundamentals. These guys ain't being taught I mean, nothing, but, hey, do it. I pick a roll to the three, Giannis, and I get another Giannis, floor. Giannis, is, Giannis in top three all those years, too, and he, he don't play with his back to the basket. I mean, yeah. neither does Luka. Luka about to run off a couple MVPs. Like, so it's but, like see, but, but you know what, but, but you know what Luka does? But, you know, Luca cannot jump over notebook paper. But this guy has Not great footwork. I give him that. And he could get his shot off. A lot of these guys, it's like I, if I can't stay in the corner, I can't do anything. Like, for instance, right, 
you could switch Chris Paul and Carl Anthony Towns, and Carl would be like, let me get this three off. Uh, and, I, and I think that, yeah, yeah, I remember that. But I think it's the I think it's the rules they were talking about that make the East because the floor is so spread. It ain't you don't have any anybody down the paint because everybody's spread out and you can't touch anybody. It does make it easier, and that you gotta take a you gotta play with the rules presented to you. But the crazy part is, I don't think these guys who have all these skills are maximizing their skill in a way because of those rules. I don't, I don't think, I don't think we could pinpoint the one thing. There's a lot. There's a lot that that could be a whole show just on what has changed with the game. Like, there's a lot it. that is going on. Yeah, no doubt. All right, man. Well, listen, man, have a great week, man. Don't, I'll, I'll be in the group chat trying to pick your brain about what the what picks we playing on Saturday and Sunday. Take man. Arkansas with the and, points. Uh, you know, Alabama 17-point favorite. Take Arkansas with the points. We still going to slot some hogs, but it ain't going to be 17 points. Just, you know, keep that all one right, back right. you, heard, you heard it first. You heard it first, man. All right, all right, man. Appreciate you. Peace, guys. Take it easy. Peace. All right, man. That was Tobias. Rolled inside, but uh, real quick though, um, you know, because he's you definitely gonna get out of here early, be off. You know, it's seven thirty already, and I'm saying that. But um, listen, if you want to call in and speak with us, three two three four one zero 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 one two. Shout out to uh Robert Tobias who got through. Um, but listen, our chat room is brought to you by By the Hill University. If you always want to learn about how to make your money work for you, listen, gotta go hit up By the Hill University. Go to War Room Sports, and you shall see the link for. By the Hood University, but remember to use the promo code WRS and receive 15% off the courses on that site. It is not too late to secure your financial legacy, but it is time to talk about what happened while you were on the grid naive. And what happened while you were on the grid naive is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies Hotline. If you need a custom website, go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203 and go, yeah. And get your discount, but uh, you know, again, let's talk about what's going on. So, first thing, be awesome, man. A Blue Jays fan dropped Aaron Judge's record tying 61 home run. So, Aaron Judge hit the 61st home run of the season. This baseball was worth around two million dollars, and the fan was in the stadium. It went right towards him, and he dropped it. Man. Could you imagine dropping a baseball? Yeah. Some people don't. Some people don't want this one. Million dollars. Sheesh. Yo, and the crazy part is not not only do you got to be salty, but you're salty in front of the world because that joint ran on repeat. So it's like probably one of the worst moments of your life, and everybody gonna keep watching you drop the uh, the baseball, yo. Two million dollars. How you feel about that, bro? Yo. As I said, some people don't want this money. This <laughs> All right, man. Listen, man. Other story, man. Um, Rachel Dolezal. Um, and for those who don't remember Rachel Dolezal, she was in the movie before because she was a. Um, how can I put this? Uh, <laughs> she she she, she uh, <laughs> considered herself a black woman, although she came from two Caucasian parents. Um, Genetically. <laughs> so she, yeah, but she was all about black pride, black power. She went to an HBCU, like everything was black. So she um just you know showed all of her black power on OnlyFans, and I may or may not have seen some of her clips. You know, saying I, I you know yeah. for research purposes for the show, I, I may I'll, not. I'll, 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 I don't even have anything to say to that. I don't have anything to say about 
Rachel Dozel on OnlyFans. Not a thing. I mean, she may she may or may not have a fat cat. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> that, like, big box. Yeah, I'm saying, like, you know, yo, but the funniest part about it is she may or may not have a tattoo on her um, backside that says, like, Black Justice. But anyway, man, um, oh. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, these are the things that may or may not exist. Attention is yo, the um, root of all evil. <laughs> yo, um, anyway, with that, I know, I know, I know Robert's still listening. Robert, take her down, though. Rob said, if it ain't snowing, he ain't going. So anyway, man, um, <laughs> talk about, talk about uh, Jello Ball, man. Rob, 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 I'm messing with you, bro. It's all up. But yo, let's talk about Jello Ball, man. Jello Ball signed a one-year, non-guaranteed deal with the Charlotte Hornets, so he is teaming up with his brother. He's back in the National Basketball Association. Um, you think of last year? When did he ever run into begin with? Well, he was on the summer league team. They got to the beginning of the season, then they let his dumbass go. Oh, but he's summer back, league. So he's got okay. one year. All right, all right, all right. Uh, non-guaranteed, John. All right, well, we'll see. We'll see how he, he made it in the camp. Uh, the, you shade, know. the shade is real. Last story that happened while you went to ground, Little Baby, um, arguably the number one hip-hop artist in the genre at this moment, unless you are, uh, you know, not counting Ice Spice, because Ice Spice is the hottest artist in the world right now. You know what I'm saying? Off, what you know about Ice Spice, man? Not a thing. Yo, I hate Ice Spice. I'm going to tell you why. No disrespect. I don't hate Ice Spice. I shouldn't say that. That's hard words. I hate the fact that that catchy song she got be stuck in my head, and I be walking around singing it because it's, it's a ratchet hood anthem, but it's just catchy as hell. Yeah. You thought I was killing you? Anyway, um, but anyway, um, Little Baby, arguably the um, most popular or most uh, prolific rapper right now, he's creating the official song for the 2022 World Cup. This is an amazing honor. Um, you know, it is. I know this is your, your sport. Your sport. What do you think about Little Baby getting this opportunity? Uh, Little Baby is far more intelligent than where he comes from and how he rhymes with Betray. Yeah, I think some of That's these dudes, I man, I, I think, I know, I know. Some of these dudes be acting less intelligent than they are um, for marketing purposes. Kind of sad. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Yeah. That being said, though, what do you think? Of, what do you think the World Cup? Why do you think the World Cup is doing this? Are they trying to like get to a new, uh, you know, um, oh, have, audience yeah, or what? Hundred percent, hundred percent. New audience, not not even a new audience. They're actually watching the shift in America, where although the originators of hip hop culture are not loved, the things that we create, um, as always, you know, going all the way back to Antebellum uh, when we were creating, you know, things for the Union. Um, mm-hmm. we created the dominant culture or a piece that has been absorbed into dominant culture because hip hop is American, American now. It's no longer Black America. It's not. It it comes from Black America, but it's American. And so, in order to mm-hmm. appeal to America at large, you have to use hip hop as a marketing tool. You have to. Mm-hmm. And and I would say our dominant artists are still Black, but the consumer is not. So they're just grabbing a dominant artist that leads the pack right now, who is hot right now. And if you pay attention to him, again, I point to his intellectual capacity. Dude is a lot smarter than he lets on, and he kind of fits the mold of you – would, you would think of more of a like a Tyler the Creator or even – 
some of the ASAP dudes as being more cl- closer soccer heads, if you will. But no, man, I, I can see it. I can see what they're trying to do and why. I can, I get it. I mean, I get it. I personally, I personally only listen to UK rap these days, and they all love soccer, so it is what it is. Oh, so you but, um gigs. Yo, Giggs is my guy. My my, my favorite is uh, you got you got to get down with Rimsey. R I M Z E E. That's my guy, Rimsey. Not Stormzy. I, I bang with Stormzy too. Like you know, been a Stormzy. I bang with Rimsey. Stormzy. Is my guy now. But you got yo, you got you got to check out my guy Rimsey. Rimsey, Rimsey be talking that talk, man. You know what I'm saying? Like anyway, <laughs> you know what I mean, shout shout to all my brothers on the road in it. But with that being said, though, uh, let's talk about road Yo yo, gotta get them teased, man. Listen, um. This state in sports history is brought to you by Sports the Book. It's the greatest sports book ever written. That's the bottom line. And you go to warroomsports.com and you pick that up. But in this date, and I remember this game too, Seahawks running back Sean Alexander set an NFL record for the most touchdowns in the first half with five in a 48-23 win versus the Vikings at Seahawks Stadium. I remember this because I, yeah, I was even playing Sean fantasy back then. Sean Alexander was the best. Nutty Sean back. Alexander was the best bad-bodied back ever. The best bad body back. That's a new one. He's he ain't had no muscles. Back ever. He was. He, he Yo, went to the same gym as Paul Pierce, but he would. Well, Sean Alexander, like he like retired and disappeared, like never to be yeah, seen yeah, again. No one knows him, where like, he is. Social. He moved off. He, he moved off. Yo, like where would he go? He don't do like um post or pregame stuff. He don't work around the league. Like he don't be on social. Like he just. Yo, he he's gone. Mean, like, he said, "I'm out." Yo, is he? I got, I got, I got to do some Googles on ball. Like, boy, just straight disappeared. Him and um, like Priest Holmes. When last time you seen Priest Holmes? No, uh, oh my God, I ain't seen Priest Holmes since the day he retired. Yeah, that was a crazy era, man. That was a crazy era, yeah. man. Yeah. So shout out to no Sean doubt. Alexander, man, fantasy football legend, uh, Seahawks legend. Hopefully, he's still out here in the world somewhere, man. But it's time for us to get out of we here. We know where, we know where um, T.O. is though. <laughs> Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the Word. chat room, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our group chat, and everybody who called, you know, that got through. We appreciate it. Uh, tune in next week live right here on demand as we catch you up on the most important sports, entertainment, and life stories of the week. So until then, enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. Stay safe in these streets, and we'll see you right back here next time. Be sure to catch all of our conversations, everything we do at the hub of warroomsports.com. Don't forget, pick up a copy of Sports the Book also at warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we shall see you chunks on Till's Naive.
five guys, no beef though. Corporate secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. War of sports. War Room Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.